This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, Corey's worried about his personal life. He, he and dad have a little chat at the top of the slopes. And he says, you know, I can't commit to women because... I'm so focused on my business right now. And his dad says, I don't want your personal life falling apart because of your drive. Hey, dad, I don't think his personal life is in any danger. You're okay, dad. Don't worry. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff on TV, but not all of it's good. In fact, a lot of it's bad TV. Hi, hello, and welcome to another brand spanking new episode of Bad TV. What are we here to talk about, gang? Winter House. Um, that's the show. These are the hosts. I'm Dylan. Saddled up next one, Patrick Hickey. Great to be here. And then joining us from across the country, it's sad. What? It's sad. What? That she's back in. Oh, we love having her. Ninety-nine in cent slices and halal carts and um, trash day. It's Ruby Wren. Hey, Jill, how are you? What are you so dolled up for tonight? Uh, I had to go to work today. Oh, bummer! So, oh my God, I I know I had to look dolled. It was sad. Well. You look dulled. You look great, Rubes. Um, we have PSAs. You look, before you get them, sorry, uh-huh. on theme. You look on theme. We need to, to describe for those of you not watching. Uh-huh. Dylan is wearing a beanie, which is pretty normal. And Dylan is also wearing a life big, vest. Big pu- yeah, a, a life vest, puffy life Yeah, vest. the Scandinavians would call it a puffa vest. Um, and listen... I had, we'll get into the PSAs because I know that's everybody's favorite. We're, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite part, ah, sorry, uh, what is it called? What is it called? We'll get to the PSAs, which is everybody's favorite part of the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I do have to say first, when I saw Corey in that vest tonight, mm. I was wearing this vest. His was orange though. No, it was, it was gray and oh. he was shirtless. Oh. And I thought... You know, I got to take this off because I can't record Winter House in the same vest that Corey was wearing. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, no, no, don't tread on me. I'll not have anybody with Mm -mm. with with a a happy trail going up towards their Adam's apple the wrong way. Uh, uh, induce any kind of wardrobe regret in me, okay? That's not going to fucking happen, Mm -hmm. all right? Last I checked, this is America, right? Right. Okay. It looks great on you, man. Yeah, sure. Uh, Let's get to PSAs. Okay, very important one. I haven't discussed this with Ruby yet, uh, Mm -hmm. but, you know, what the hell? We'll see how how it goes. Yeah. All right, you guys love Ruby Wren, papaya uh, dog girl, okay? We love her, too. Uh, she doesn't work for free. If we're going to ask her to record more shows with us, that's, you know, more effort on her part. And we, we got to you know, wet her beak a little bit. She's extremely so, expensive. So if you want her to join the network almost full time, yeah. uh, we're going to have to get those Patreon numbers up. So if you haven't ever been a patron, maybe you're a former patron, but you're in love with Ruby Wren. Yeah. Uh, go there now. Show Dylan and Ruby and I that you want her on the network and we'll convince her to be on the network. Yeah. The holidays are a perfect time to give us the gift of your heart earned money listen we just need to grow the show you know if we grow the show more things happen good things happen papaya dog comes on full time and we haven't talked to her about that but we'll talk to her about that uh if you know yeah 
that happens, but we'll be putting her to work. I mean, she'll be working as much as we are, uh, 30, 40, 50, 60 hours, hours a, a week. week. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, we'll, it'll be good. Mm -hmm. It'll be good. Ruby? Yeah. Great. Enough. Okay. Uh, yeah. What else is coming up? Okay, so Dylan and I are killing it behind the paywall, patreon.com slash the podcast network. We are dropping amazing recaps of season two uh, below deck med. Uh, it's just an incredible season. We're oh. having a good time yucking it up. Malia's first voyage. Oh, yes. The maiden voyage. Um, you know, when we go through uh, that exciting segment tonight, when we we kind of walk through her evolution and all of her paperwork that she's been acquiring of late, which was a really juicy moment, um, it all starts on Below Deck Mad Season 2. So join us there. And and last thing, Patreon's perfect for you, primed and ready, because Vanderpump is coming around the corner. Uh, Papaya Dog Girl is the expert in the lore of that show. She's almost like, you know how people are really into Tolkien? Yes. You know, they know, like, uh, I don't know, the Maiar mm. and stuff. I, you know, I, I don't know all that stuff. Ruby's like that, but with It's Vanderpump. like you with uh, that nerd shards of glass thing. You're an encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. Shards of glass. Shardcast. Shardcast. Shard. Or the, the books that it's based on. You're an expert in that field. Yeah. Yeah, well, the Stormlight Archive. That's what I meant. See? I'm a dummy. You just corrected me. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're just you just didn't know. And and I'm gonna get you a really good Christmas present. All four volumes of the Stormlight Archive. We're talking Way of Kings. We're talking Words of Radiance. We're talking Oathbringer. We're talking rhythm of war i can hardly and Pat, wait the next time that you and your two young kids um with them when you have like a 74 hours straight to do nothing you can start one of those books <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fine so hey listen let's talk about it the show no, I was. I wanted to talk about the Stormlight Archive. Oh, sure. No, we no, of course. We're going to talk about the the show. Nobody wants to fucking talk about how fucking, you know, Can tonight's I, Radiant or forming once again to fight the desolation. You Dylan, know, nobody needs it, to talk Dylan. about that. I don't know stop how it. I did this, but this latest episode, I somehow wrote 15 pages of notes. That's it's, how passionate I am about this show. It's really fascinating in that it's, it's similar to a black hole and that there's nothing happening, but... There is everything happening. It's a mm -hmm. cosmic wonder, this show, is what I'm saying. It's fascinating. Mm -hmm. uh, Rubes, do you want to hit us with your snowballs first? Honestly, the first half of this episode, I was kind of disappointed. I was thinking to myself, everyone's leaving. Cool. Um, people are being yelled at for being uh, low energy. Mm -hmm. And then we wanted to party. And once we wanted to party and everybody did their jobs and took their Adderall and started to do shots and throw clothing everywhere, my snowballs went from a, a melted Jack Frost mm. to like, it, he was just in a wheelchair, but yeah. he could wheel himself. Right, 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 um, right. 48. Wow. It really turned snowballs. up for you. Yeah. And when you say everyone did their Adderall and got ready to party, you just mean Danielle. Danielle. Right. Yes. And in order for Jack Frost to wheel himself, he would have to have a kind of 90 degree twig that was found because he can't really, I mean, suspending disbelief can only go so far, you know? Well, yeah, but. So can I go next? Okay. I feel Don't like want you guys to ruin any of my thoughts. I feel like I I, I might have stepped on something. So no, you, no. no, you go next. No, no, no. No, you no, no. Next. You go next. Okay. Danielle, yeah. I figured it out this sure, episode. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she's playing a different game than these other snow rats, okay? Mm -hmm. She's got the game figured out. She's already locked in another season. She's going to be on season four of Winterhouse. Why? Yeah. Because she's doing all that business with Alex, uh, who says things like, after uh, sleeping with her uh, 20 minutes later... Uh, she's the worst. Uh, he can sense the jealousy and anger in her, and this is usually when uh, they start to lose him. Yeah. So he's a pig. Uh, but she's um, a moron. But I think she knows she's a moron. And I, th I, think, I think she sees the writing on the wall for Amanda and Kyle. No one cares about that Fakakta storyline that her tummy hurts and that she might be pregnant. Those two fools are never going to have a kid with each other. Want to know why? Because they can't monetize it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay. I thought you were going to say because she's anorexic. Well, that too. Yeah. Um, okay. I had no idea Katie Flood was this annoying. 
uh, droning over Swartz endlessly throughout the episode is just so, so, so annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then let's get back to Danielle and Alex in this whole thing. Danielle, it's technically her fault at this point because he's shown her who he is, right? Uh, she bought the ticket, take the ride. Um, at this point, it's like dating the Golden State Killer and uh, getting mad when he comes home at five in the morning with blood on his face. Or getting mm -hmm. mad at him when he ties your hands up and he puts plates it's on, on your, your back. back. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That being said, I absolutely love this episode. I think there's only like two more left, and I'm really heartbroken about that. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give it 90 snowballs. Okay, 90s high. I'm gonna say that we need to probably have a tonal change next episode because I can't dig any deeper with Danielle embarrassing herself on not quite a national stage because nobody's watching this television show, but enough people, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, Rubes. I was just going to butt in really quickly. It ends with her crying. So I don't think we're going to see the tonal change to at least like minute 18. Yeah. Good point. But I am really here for Danielle being <laughs> just an absolute raccoon human. Um, mm -hmm. but we're going to need to move on next episode. I'm really happy that Sam is going to come in, get blackout drunk and then fight with a sober Malia. And that's just going to be nonsense. And Malia is going to uh, have the high ground that entire time, but we'll, we'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, fun episode. I can't think of a more useless cameo than Captain Sandy joining us for three and a half minutes. Of running time. Two and a half minutes of which were spent on the slopes. Correct. Uh, right. So uh, that's not going to do anybody any favor. So uh, six pots. We last left off with Amanda, uh, who hates activities, getting blessed in the face with a football. Tom Zandoval left to go back to the reckoning. And Danielle had a once no, again. No, Dylan. Huh? It was Tom Schwartz. Oh, <laughs> my bad. I get them confused because... I shouldn't. One is mm -hmm. one looks like a, a white walker mm -hmm. in a cover band, and the other one looks like uh, kind of a sad guy that lives across the street from a wiener schnitzel. Uh, but Pat, mm -hmm. more importantly, what day and time is Sunday, it? March nineteenth, eight fifty eight a uh, eight fifty a.m. Now Malia and Katie, <coughs> excuse me, catch up, and it's our yeah. first note worthy conversation. Uh -huh. uh, Katie tells us Swartz has been checking in quite a bit because he's such a nice guy, OG yeah. Willikers, and then uh, she lets us know when she's. Uh, with someone, she falls heavily pretty fast, which is also the definition of love addiction. Oh, okay. Uh, love addiction, also known as pathological love, refers to the pattern of behavior characterized by pervasive or excessive interest towards someone. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. Well, my thing, it, my thing is, uh, are we gonna do? Are we gonna do this? Are you guys gonna try to make it seem like these two are gonna? be a something because not don't a don't do that right don't spend any time on that right not a chance there's not a chance rubes is your internet no. connection okay yeah it's fine my face just isn't moving a lot oh, because okay. i agree with you and they annoy me oh okay did you get botox today because you're too young to get botox i wish i could get botox but no ah it's the youth dylan you can't get botox because of the ms Yep, she froze. froze. So, hey, uh, Dill, can I do a couple meanwhiles here? Yeah, of course. All right. So, uh, first, meanwhile, Alex and Danielle make uh, their bed together, and they were slamming I each other so hard the night before the bed moved four feet from the uh, wall. Then wait, wait, wait. Ruby's back. Why were you so agape? Because I didn't. I wanted to comment. No, you can get the Botox. It's just my uh, dermatologist won't do it. So, oh, what yeah. an asshole. Find she another says one. I'm too. Yeah. <laughs> I. <laughs> I'm too scared. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Pat, All tell right. there's nothing to be scared there's of. There's nothing to be scared of. I do it every four months. No, your skin's perfect, okay? You're blessed with beautiful genetics. Yeah, but you do it, you get ahead of the get ahead of it, Dylan. May I continue my meanwhile? Yes. Uh, Ruby, I'm sorry you missed this, but here's the first meanwhile. Alex and Danielle make the bed, and they were banging so hard, the bed moved four feet from the bed. Yeah. Then simultaneously, meanwhile, Casey's doing Pilates, and Alex is laying next to her as she works out. I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, this movie called Jumper from 2008. It's where two dudes were jumping from one place to another, and uh, no second. Yeah, two dudes being Hayden Christensen and I think more uh the, Morgan no Lawrence the, Fishburne? No uh well the other kid was the kid in uh that uh, God Elton John wrote a Broadway musical about it. It was a famous movie about a kid who liked to dance in England. God. Uh, 
Oh, uh, Billy Elliot. Yeah, the kid in Billy Elliot. He's the one who played the other uh, person. Oh, interesting. Anyway, that movie. Bad movie. That technology, whatever they were using, they were doing it because they wanted to steal shit. Alex right. is doing it because he wants to see new vagina. Right, right, right. Well, he's planking next to Casey. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. He's showing her that he has a strong core while simultaneously flirting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jason FaceTimes with Giselle, who refers to herself in third person as Giselle. She then asks if we're going mm-hmm. skiing, and I'm very confused about the uh, perspectives that she's speaking in and why they're all wrong. Rubes, do you have any insight into why Giselle's uh, losing her mind? Mm-mm, it's just what she does. <laughs> well, she notes that she's. Uh, it's the cost of being misunderstood, Dylan. And she's hot as hell. And I still think Jason's doing this crossover thing to extend that 15 minutes. What happened to the preacher man? Well, they got back together, and I believe he was weirdly... um, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not faithful again. Oh, because, that's weird. Yeah, baby Jesus couldn't keep him in the church and out of those bitches' beds. Yeah, you got it. Um, who is more of a philandering piece of shit? Uh, Preacher Man or... Mauricio. Or Juan Juan Dixon. What's his name? Yeah, Juan Dixon. I would say like equal bits of kind of shamelessly... <laughs> right. Not good. I ran into somebody at a Target and she said that she had no place to stay, so I got a hotel room for her. Is there something wrong with that? And then Robin tells everybody, no, there's nothing wrong with that. He's just really nice. On a reunion. (laughs) I will say, we have to give it to Giselle, although she did allow him back in her life. um, And he, I believe, did the same thing. She she does have a pretty good, like, she's a pretty strong ass woman. She doesn't take a lot of shit from people. Yeah, she has one weakness. Preach, man. So Casey is a serial killer and Riley is just going to chill today for most of the day because she has to uh, get out on the road again and become uh, a newly homeless once again. She has fit into a rich tapestry of people on the show who arrive and do uh, nothing. Correct. When she was leaving, she said to them, I believe, thanks for letting me stop by. Right. And that was like, that was accurate. I was like, that's exactly what you did. You didn't do anything. Can I um, do a little musical chairs with the casting and how Bravo kind of cast this and who'd come in and who'd go and who'd stay the entire time? Mm -hmm. I think Brian Batman would be a guy that just rolls in. I don't know what kind of car he drives. He looks like a Tesla guy to me. He does look like a Tesla guy, but I got to jump in and disagree with you. I think Brian needs a season long long arc to Mm. be fully batman you know what i mean interesting i just i i would have liked to see riley have stayed longer because i think uh i think the fireworks could have happened if she had enough time oh yeah drunk fighting that kind of thing yes right they're like riley Mm -hmm. there's too much blood on the ground why do you constantly bring in carcasses we're not going to be able Mm -hmm. to get the deposit back from the who who else do you are you do you want to see on the show? Uh, I think Jason. I think his visit was pointless. We never need to have him back again, especially being in a relationship in a crossover relationship. Um, so yeah, let's do this. Let's never have Jason back on this show again right. because Jason is that's fine. So boring. So nice. So not it's good. Yeah. Here's another thing. Why pretend, like, why do this all? Obviously, Bravo had realized, sorry for this wild tangent, that Winter House wasn't doing well on its own, so then they had to infuse a bunch of sea rats in it, right? Uh, Fuck the Kyles and Amandas. Call it Sea Rat House. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. have all the sea rats from all the various seasons, just have them come in, come out, have them live with each other. I don't know, on a party boat for 100%. like two weeks. A sea rat house would be so... Sea rat houseboat. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. I it, want it to be um at, but then also like when they're out skiing one day, Ramona Singer shows up <laughs> and she thinks it's just like ultimate girls trip and that she's invited. Yeah. But she isn't. And then they all get back. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so crazy because we can hear you, but you're so frozen. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't wild. think the audience cares, Dale. Well, anyway, Riley ends up leaving because, uh, you know, she's uh, got to meet up with uh, with some more people to shred gnar or something. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Wrong note. Captain Sandy's going to be meeting up with us today to shred some gnar. Right. And uh, I got, forgive me, I got some clips here. Uh, that's when Malia um, shares with us her history with uh, Captain Sandy. Uh, this is what she says, the first one here. Captain Sandy was the first captain I ever worked for in yachting, and she has guided me and kind of become a mentor in both, like, my professional and personal life. Rudder's checks. I can- well, she did that, uh, and she also did uh, this. Yeah, it is public. And you also outed out the entire production crew, Captain Sandy. What do you think, Papaya Dog Girl? Their history is rich. Um, It's shrouded in several layers of sexuality and some weird, seemingly fake, prideful love for one another because female captains are just female captains and we're best friends um yeah yeah mm-hmm. and we have to look out for each other i watched several uh several cam- cameos that were posted on youtube uh sandy's definitely on something when she does those uh, so Corey with a girlfriend asks malia if she would fuck him in the jason mask mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and then riley departs uh the timing of this first portion is absolutely insane she leaves in the afternoon we wake up the next day at some point malia talks to sandy about out if you know if she's in the neighborhood stop by who who is in the neighborhood of steamboat springs well sandy establishes that she's uh a few hours away from there she actually lives there now yeah she's a few hours away so that's fine i mean she can make the drive to appear on this show but it's it's pretty much i mean listen a a couple hour drive is not the same as flying in from los angeles but it's pretty close for two minutes of screen time. You know, I mean, it's just not, you know. This was one of the more... Yeah. It didn't make sense as far as a cameo. Like, no. what's mm-hmm. next, Captain Lee? Hey. No. No, definitely not Captain Lee. No. He could break a hip. So Batman uh, Batman traffics in a little homophobia. Um, mm. They Somebody asks, is Sandy a good skier? He says, of course she is. She's probably really good. Batman... Not all powerful lesbians are good at alpine sports, you know, and I would never say something like that, you know. Right. I, I don't think that you would either, no, and no, I don't no. think that Papaya Dog Girl would either, you know. It's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. So Malia and Captain Sandy, um, you know, as we mentioned, they've had a tricky relationship because Sandy outed her as a... Uh, closeted lesbian. A closeted lesbian on Cameo. So mm-hmm. we have... Um, she was drunk. We have something called mm-hmm. Gaber Day. Yeah, I thought it was Gape, Gaper. Um, it's Halloween on the slopes. Is this a holiday or is it something that Danielle came up with while she was blackout drunk? Glad you mentioned that, Dylan, because they are dressed as Bud, uh, Bud Light, uh, uh, like they're in a Bud Light commercial from 1987. Uh-huh. And I looked at all the background footage on the slopes. Uh, there was no one dressed in Halloween costumes or anything like this. So this is something made up. Yeah. Um. Corey says that he's going to be nude under his. Well, that's what clothing is. Great point. You know, it's like somebody going, you know, I'm just bones under here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would, I hope. Right. (laughs) Uh, um, So a a girl hit Batman up. They're on their way to the slopes. And Batman says that a girl hit him up on DMs and said, get off your mom's tits. Um, And that's when we get a little back and forth about Casey and Batman's relationship. I'm not sure when this is going to happen, but I hope that it does. And Casey says something that encapsulates her lovely kind of, um, her, her, her energetic spine so perfectly. She says, 
I the first step towards any guy that I'm going to be into is friend zoning him. Mm-hmm. The first thing you have to do is friend zone them. And I was just like, Katie or Casey, you are just a, such a lovely human being. You like taxidermy and you write papers on mortuaries and you like being friends with somebody before you fuck them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. just that's that's a good North Star. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, one uh, thing, if you don't mind backing up, you know, Brian with those DMs, he says he only occasionally reads the DMs that he gets. And uh, let's all be honest. Uh, yeah. He doesn't get a lot of them and he reads them all. Oh, yeah. 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 Over and over again. Okay. So So we meet Sandy and Leah. Um, We've talked about it, but I have no words for this cameo. Um, It seems like Sandy has arrived for a a patriotic catch up about Malia's paperwork. I mean, that that's what it is. You know, I mean, and we find a captain soon. We find out that um, Sandy has been face pushing her partner's requests for marriage. Uh, for mm-hmm. the past like half decade mm-hmm. or so. <laughs> I have thoughts on Leah. I've only seen her because we follow her on Instagram. Um, is Leah prominently featured in any other Bravo things with Sandy? I know she goes to BravoCon. She just looks like she could be a, a real housewife. Oh, yeah. No, she's not, but she does look like she could be a real housewife. I think if there's a Real Housewives of Denver, I think she's on it. Um. Yeah, Kyle. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What? Mm-hmm. Kyle Richards at a tattoo parlor with her lesbian lover or Morgan. friend, Morgan, pretending as though she's not that, is one of the most cringeworthy things I've ever seen on Housewives. I mean, it was. Ch- I mean, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's really horrifying. And it's hard to watch. And the overbearing sober person that that woman is, it uh, that whole thing just made me sick to my stomach. Her going home and showing her husband a new tattoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, is that a new tattoo? Oh my god. You look beautiful. Love being. Is that a new tattoo? Hmm. Right, I'm happy for you. Hopefully, sure hopefully, I get to see it. Oh, <laughs> God, so she, awkward. She is in a stage in her marriage where she li- quite literally can't fake it. She hates him so much. Uh-huh. Um, she can't even do the. She can't even talk about his book. She no. won't. She just was like, she won't read it. No. And I understand that because. Who wants to read Mauricio's book? Mm-hmm. What could that possibly be about? Real estate. Real estate. Mm-hmm. Guys, when you're on the slopes, it can be a little scary. That's right. It can be a little spooky. You look down a mountain, you're like, how do I get down there on these? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're overwhelmed. You know what would help? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. A little microdosing. A little microdose. Take the stress away with microdose. Pat, how do you incorporate microdose into your life? Well, uh, normally, uh, well, lately I've been stressed because I'm not getting a lot of sleep with that second kid. So yeah. uh, I just take a little bit at night. helps me get through the night. I have, have a good night's sleep. You know, I got to wake up a couple times through the night to feed the kid. But sure, other yeah, than that, yeah. I wake up fresh as a daisy. I'm able to be my optimum productive self all day long. Mm-hmm. And, and Rubes, how has microdose been for you? Incredible. Helps me all the time. It helps you with creativity, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Every day. It, it helps me so much when I'm on the roads and I'm driving and people are bad. I -hmm. don't take microdose because it's not safe to take microdose while you're You're driving. driving. And and that's not something that we or our sponsor would advocate. So that was just an example of me telling you what not to do. But once you get home from like stressful drivings and stuff, you could just take a little chewy and you can just completely mm-hmm. decompress. Well, that guy that cut you off that you gave the middle finger to, you you take a microdose and all that anxiety and anger just washes away. It reminds you that life is about so much more than that. And if you want to be illuminated like we are, listen to this. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use promo code BADTV to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links are found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com and code BAD. TV. Okay. Now, now Del, 
Uh, if you don't mind, I want to explain how the breakdown of the different groups are broken up here. Yeah. Because they always do that. There's a purpose to this. Okay. So group one, they're going to shred NAR. Okay. Sandy's going to be in there. Right. She's going to shred NAR. The second group, uh, they're going to go on the kitty slope designed for children and uh, people that are handicapped or something. Uh-huh. The third group is Danny, Danielle, Amanda, Jordan, and Alex, and they're going to set up the party area. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now Alex and Danielle have a little chat about work and what's going to happen after winter house and Rubes, go ahead and uh, break down the question that she asks him and it's okay. You don't need to bury anymore. It's okay. We're safe, but go ahead and break down what she asks him, um, in this little circle. Well, I believe that you're referring to after Alex says, I don't really have a job or anything. Right. Yeah. And then she says, well, you could always come to where I live, which is a really cool city um, and and Brooklyn. And you could do that to which his response was. That. Yeah. Well, he he asked if she could uh, no longer make direct eye contact with him. Uh, I believe is what he said. Uh-huh. And well, he told us that it's a big red flag. So he's checking out of this uh, this little entanglement. And listen, I know that he's been a little piggish or a lot piggish. Uh, a lot piggish. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But I mean, can you blame him? Well, two things can be true at once. He keeps uh, getting lured into that bedroom. Okay, uh, so that's kind of uh, on Danielle. She's bringing him in there. Then he spends the waking hours uh, trying to have sex with other people. Yeah. Now, this is where this conversation was where I took the turn, where I'm like, well, Danielle, now this is on you. But prior to that, uh, I, there was a movie called uh, Piranha, I think, like 10 years ago. Funny scene in the movie, like a vagina somehow, uh, a Piranha ended up in a girl's vagina or something like that. Okay. And it ate a guy's dick off. Uh, at oh. this, yeah, yeah, it's oh. a real funny scene. Anyway, at this oh. moment, I wish Danielle, Danielle had a fish in her cooch because I hated Alex. Me. But after this, now I'm starting to not like him, but understand where he's coming from. 100%. Because another thing I just want to say really quickly, two things, I guess. One, I guess I wish Danielle were a little bit more passive aggressive. Like if you were hooking up with someone in a house and they weren't actively seeking you out at the end of the night to go to bed. I would go in my room, close the door, lock it and say, fuck you, I'm going to bed. And then right. passive aggressively look at my phone and hope that they like texted and called me the entire time. Yeah. That. And then also, <laughs> um, I lost my thought. It's what happens when you um, have an alcohol problem? And she might not have an alcohol problem. And we should, you know, in one hand, say that Danielle is um, unwell. And losing it and mm-hmm. binge drinking. And in the other, we should say that she's saving the show. A hundred percent. She is the, I mean, she's kind of the Gandalf of this show. I mean, she's corralling everybody together and leading them to certain death. Much to her folly yeah. too. I got to appreciate that. Someone that will step on all the, you know, all the shovels. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she also did this during Summer House, which gave us one of our jokes, which is she'll tell everybody that will listen that Carl and Lindsay didn't tell her they were getting engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was at least a five or six episode arc of that storyline. Yeah, it was really, really beautiful stuff from her. And I think that she's going to go into recovery, and I think that her and Carl are going to get married. Uh, so uh, they they all sit down with Sandy and Leah, and somebody asks if you've ever been friend-zoned. Um, Malia throws a little shot at Corey, says, what's it like? And um, I would like the dunking if it didn't have a flirtatious thing to it. Malia can say, 
Corey's my brother. I don't want anything to do with him. Mm -hmm. And she can wrestle him to the ground in front of Sam and stuff. But I think that she is inappropriately doing that in, in, in that it's deceitful. And I think that she is open to it. Oh, more 100%. than she lets on. Uh, 100%. Oh, yes. Oh, well, I can tell you um, confidently, I would never um, spit in your mouth or tackle you to the ground and straddle you in front of your significant other in a flirtatious manner ever. Right. And you are my brother. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now, this little question uh, and answer segment with uh, Sandy, did you get to Katie talking about Swartz yet? Uh, no. Well, Katie says, she tells uh, Sandy oh and anybody God. who listened, she met someone, someone special, and she's hope, hoping not to be friend-zoned. And to that I say, a great man named Benjamin Franklin stated, there's only three certainty, certainties in life, Dylan. Do you know what those are? Uh, death, mm-hmm. taxes, and, and me. And sports definitely will friend-zone Katie. Oh, Oh, mm-hmm. can you believe the precognition wow. of that man? He's flying a kite up there trying to get electrocuted and he's predicting the yeah. future. He's just stealing wow. inventions from people and owning slaves. And predicting Vanderpump rules yeah. and, and below deck crossovers brilliantly. Yeah, that's he's a complicated crazy. man. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and John Adams is like, I, listen, I don't know what you're talking about, but I feel like it's not high stakes enough. We're trying. And he was like, hey, John. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it will be. You know? Swartz is friend zoning Katie, man. So um we end with Kyle saying, hopefully I sell our beverage company and we will charter a boat. Uh Pat, any thoughts on that not happening? That will never happen. <laughs> um, that company is probably a million dollars in the hole. Um, it's piss, it's chemicals, it kills people. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it quite you know what? Honestly, it's probably made it so that he is unable to uh have children. That's how much it's poisoned his body. Oh, God forbid. Patrick. God forbid. Oh yeah, we need, an, we need we need a little another little leprechaun with a mullet running around pissing everywhere. Listen, I hope that Amanda and him do have children. I think that they will be ready at some point. But thirty three and forty two, looking down the barrel at what they're going to be looking down at later with the lack of preparedness that they have coming over them is sad to see big time yeah and that was a long way to say that but we'll talk about it more in a bit one last note sandy's parting words are she tells the group uh don't get friend zoned to which alex says under his breath i wish i could get friend zoned yeah put Mm -hmm. that piranha in your vag girlfriend (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. uh jason jason leaves goodbye goodbye why no point why Nighttime. Nighttime. Tacos and attire. Now, we've had a lot of themes. That's one of the worst. Uh, I believe the theme was, uh, yeah, taco night and everyone's going to look hot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kyle says, I'm going to get in the shower while there's still hot water. Uh, That's sad. And then, oh, yeah, we get it. Amanda's got sickness. She's totally... I mean, miss me with the bullshit, bro. Uh, she might be pregnant. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell being into Tom Cruise was more believable than this. A hundred percent. So um, there is no love here, evidently. Ryan says there's mm-hmm. no love. But Katie corrects him. She says that we're a family. You are not. Hey, don't let up. <laughs> Speaking of family, Corey's family is coming into town. Um, His father is a pilot, which makes the most sense in the world because... um, I could have owned like a cardboard box factory or something too. I could see that kind of occupation. Oh, no, because uh, what is the profession with the most adultery? Airplane pilots. Yep. Firemen too. Oh, weird. How? How? They get two days on, two days off. Yeah, but then you go home oh, to the so wife. They have, yeah, ew. That's, that's so what my wife said. Do. She had a friend that was uh, married to a fireman and he cheated on her. Those are the kinds think, of sample sizes that we need to form opinions about. Yeah, yeah. No, I looked it up. I did a bit <laughs> on it. Cops cheat on I, their wives well, or their spouses. Yeah. yeah. Preaches. But I think the firemen are fucking each other in those houses. Yeah. Like, chili and anal sex. Um, okay, so the reason I say this is because I want to shit on Corey's family so badly because they've spawned something that is truly disgusting. Um, but sadly, I 
thought they were fine. They're delights. You know, I think that Corey's dad probably cheated on his his mom countless times, which is where Corey gets his philandering kind of uh, ethos from. But um, the mom seemed like a complete... Uh, kind of empty nested crazed woman whose identity is way too tied up in her children. But that's other than, I mean, they're just completely fine people. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But we'll get to them later. I keep getting ahead of myself. First, we have to talk about how Schwartz calls and everybody screams. Oh, the legend? But then. The legend called Swartzy. He's coming back. Yeah. Wow. The legend. Amanda is going to go and change into her comfies. She said that, um, I think she's been here for what, three episodes? And she said that 16 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Along with, I can't eat this, my stomach hurts, and I'm going to bed. So, Amanda, just <laughs> shut up. When when the envelope arrives, you know, uh, from Bravo, it's got the paycheck in there. Does she stare at that and think she earned it? I don't know. I'm sure she does. Danielle heads into Alex's room where he's blacked out and trying to sleep. And this was, you know, later on when she'll, you know, she can't really stand all that well. And she um, is having a Frankenstein, uh, Jekyll Hyde kind of meltdown. That'll be the peak embarrassment. But this is really get me more than one shovel because I need to try to dig with two hands, right, Rubes? She says, why are you punishing yourself? At least sleep (laughs) in the made-up bed or the made bed. And then she leads him into her bedroom and says, you can't go to sleep without a kiss. I need, I'm, there's no point in digging any further. We just have to start trying to bury ourselves alive we have to have the dirt cover us here's the thing it's just too much if this is just the hookup thing and she just likes having sex with him then go for it but during the day when he's trying to bang jordan shut up <laughs> right 100 percent, 100 percent. and that's not what this is which right. is why um when she sees a photo of jordan in the face mask she literally turns over and says it gives me anxiety it gives me anxiety um so let's get to amanda taking a pregnancy test um hey when you go on vacation uh to do a little uh shredding of the gnar ruby uh, do you bring mm-hmm. pregnancy tests with you randomly every time yeah Thoughts yeah so course. do i um she says i want to take a pregnancy test just to rule it out and kyle says really yeah really because what if she is pregnant, right? It's probably best. To, I know that we're a little precious with uh, with childbirth nowadays. You know, people used to drink whiskey and do heroin and smoke and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's probably not the best idea to continue binge drinking. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, Kyle, let's rule it out so that she doesn't keep binge drinking. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Really? You're going to take a pregnancy test? Um, like I mentioned... The fact that he is 41 years old, has no idea how the thing works, is very overwhelmed and confused by the entire thing. And the fact that she's 33 and is saying, I am nowhere near... Listen, everybody goes at their own pace, but... I mean, Peter Panism, it's just insane that these two are in this state in their lives. I... uh I I often dislike a lot of people on, on these shows. I really I and I've said this before. I understand why Kyle needs to be there, but him and Amanda as a team going to these things, I I dislike her immensely. She's really <laughs> annoying. Instead. She brings nothing here except a downer. People are spitting in each other's mouths. Right. People mm-hmm. are fighting over like, hey, why are you trying to fuck that girl? You fucked me last night. This is a party show. Right. Don't bring this. This is a whole other. We don't need your upset tummy. Exactly. No, no. And it, in fact, you should stay home because of set upset tummy. Just stay home. It'll be less upset there. I promise you. It'd be like the movie Old School and then one of the characters got cancer. It's like, hey, this doesn't belong here. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah. You should be at chemo. This isn't okay. Yeah. You should be at chemo. I mean, if it's that bad, it depends on what kind of cancer it is, I suppose. Uh, next morning. Next morning. Uh, we wake. Danielle says she has anxiety seeing Alex have fun the night before. And that's sad. Mm-hmm. 
right? That's just nothing but sad. Mm-hmm. My hands are shovels now. That's all. <laughs> I can't even. I don't. My know hands what to do. are I, metal shovels. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So, so this is. Um, God damn it. The the whole pregnancy thing happens. Um, Kyle says that he, he this is a first for a vacation of his, and that this could kick off a series of events that would make them have to grow up. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they're not pregnant, so but maybe they'll try it again. And uh, when they do, they're going to use a, an app. Those apps, yeah, are no, helpful. those apps are they are helpful. Yeah. Um, so there's a side of him that wanted this, and I thought it was really cute. Um, but he says that it would be serendipitous or synergistic. I don't remember which word he used, but either one has no real bearing on this situation in any way, shape, or form. I'm not sure why this would be serendipitous or synergistic. They're mm-hmm. just at Winterhouse, been drinking Loverboy and pissing everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's pissing mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> he is. Uh, and I'm just pissing everywhere. So, if, by the in way, are we, are we at the part where the mom, Corey, is the mom? Are we at the part where Corey's shoveling the deck, you know, because he's trying to prepare the yeah the patio for Brian and uh, what's the mom's name? What's her name? Corey's mom. Who, Corey's mom. Yeah, her name's Corey's mom. Oh, okay, Corey's mom. I know. Tracy. Anyway, he's trying to make the place look good, but also he's he takes a a big issue with the vibes right now. Yeah. Because they're yeah. a little low energy for his. Yeah. Look, yeah. You know? Right. Right. And uh, he's going to need everybody to step up uh, and he hopes he can set the tone. Uh, the new tone he wants is to get weird. The most bizarre thing said this uh, episode was definitely my mom ordered a bunch of stuff from forever 21 for me. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the most bizarre thing that was said. Right. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that in a second. I hate these people. I I really don't like people that are this tethered to their parents at this age. Mm. It just weirds me out. Come so, on, my mom got me that. It's so weird to me. But a close second is I want shit to get weird when my parents arrive. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Are you know, we- I've been thinking all morning. That's kind of the tone I want. You know, you guys have been a little low ex uh, low energy. You know. And that's not feeling good for me, you know, where I'd like it to be is more like up here, like get weird vibe, you know? Yeah. And they're nodding like that's completely making sense. Like yeah. That, that, those are words coming out of a person's mouth. Yeah. Like I'm going to throw Casey on the island in the kitchen and pretend to fuck her and spit in her face. Or is that what you're talking about? That's getting weird, man. Let's yeah, get yeah, weird. Yeah. Okay. So Jordan and Alex talk about what they're going to be doing after uh, Winterhouse is over. And Jordan says the most hilarious thing. She's hoping to go to Cannes. <laughs> <laughs> I, what how are you going to can also rand like why maybe she's going to can i don't know she's probably dating a director or something uh danielle is freaking out that they're talking and wants to be quote-unquote invited to this conversation danielle what kind of ask is that what 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 do you want actually Break it down for me, step by step. When you say invited into the conversation, do you want me as Jordan when Alex approaches me to say, "Oh, sorry, stay in Hands one off. second, Danielle, please come here." We, sorry, I have to invite her into the conversation because that would be insane. Right. Um, we have nothing in common. We aren't friends. Why are you so? It's very weird. I, I don't know why Jordan triggers her so much. It's quite strange. Uh, it's because she's talking to the person that she's in love with. Mm. yeah because dan poor danielle again gandalf thank you but also Mm -hmm. therapy yesterday yesterday Mm. right we've got a lot of stuff with dad that we've got to figure out we've got a lot of stuff with dad we've got to figure out Mm. so the parents head over um margarita's all around hi everybody she you know this is we, we we've seen this woman time and time again yes so she's a drunk she loves her kids and she um, is spiritual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Got that nice Southern draw. Shock. Well, yeah. the plan for the night is uh, I've never heard of this before. They're, they're going to be night skiing and uh, everyone's required to wear uh, neon so they don't, uh, no one gets sunny bonoed. Do you know what, uh, what that is? Yeah, he died. He well, went. he was skiing and he, he hit a tree. He hit a tree. Yeah. Little Sonny asked God uh, when he was a little kid, he's like, God, how am I going to die? And God said, well, son, you're going to slam into a maple tree at 35 miles an hour. Yeah. And Sonny said, cool. Right. 
And then he went skiing. And it's like, when God tells you how you're going to die, try to beat God. Mm-hmm. You probably, it's futile. I mean, we've heard this story time and time again, but. But he also probably thought it would have been a car. Maybe. Yeah. You God know? didn't give him the details. Yeah. He it's never does. He never does. Mm-mm. God's very vague. He speaks in broad tones and tomes. So does Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Katie invites the mom to a pray with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has crimped hair. I don't know if you saw this. I think Katie has crimped mm-hmm. hair right now. Um, that's not that's not good. You're just, just having fun. Okay. I also, similar to Gandalf, Danielle, thank you for carrying us to the show. Katie, thank you so much for taking the leftovers of the visitors. She went bunny sloping with Sandy's partner. Oh, yeah. Thank you for doing that. Right. And she just, she was like Chief Stew excited level to pray with the mom. Katie's lovely. Katie really lovely. is lovely. Stop talking to Schwartz. So Corey's dad eats shit. Um, and after he gets up, his ego's a little bruised. So naturally, he uh, attacks a young woman who he doesn't know. Um, he says um, he makes fun of Malia's six Instagram followers. But actually, it's 680,000. Yeah. Um, and I have like I, untold amounts more than your son. So sit down, fatso. Um, Corey's worried about his personal life. He, he and dad have a little chat at the top of the slopes. And he says, you know, I can't commit to women because I'm so focused on my business right now. And his dad says... I don't want your personal life falling apart because of your drive. Hey, Dad, I don't think his personal life is in any danger. You're okay, Dad. Don't worry. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I also, think he's fine. Also, me paying the rent for the two gyms that you own that are very, very much in debt is not what I consider. Uh, yeah. But he can't say that on camera. Correct. Right? So um, can I just say night skiing looks like the most fun thing that a human being could do? Mm-hmm. It just looks so much fun. Danielle. Don't agree. Asks Alex 40 times if he is okay. And she really won't let off. Um, when Hummus and Perry Perry get dropped off, because that is, that's the vibe, right? It's a yard house vibe. Yeah. It's things you've heard of. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a global themed menu um, and none of it makes sense. Um, they tell Corey's mom that they all spit in each other's mouth and we move on mm-hmm. to a very uncomfortable chat between Danielle and Jordan. And this goes really well. Um, Danielle not so successfully masks her attempt to find out if Jordan is attracted to Alex by accusing her of being low energy and finding her worth and happiness in other men. And bitch, are you for real? Huh? Oh, well, that's what uh, mm-hmm. that's what Jordan tells us after. Uh, oh, that was a good black woman impression. Thank you. Yeah, that was really mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah, ten out of ten from Danielle. I mean, no splash. <laughs> None. <laughs> Monday, March 20th, 8.06 p.m. Alex confides in Corey's mom. He tells her he wants to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> please. Please just take me now. I do think that Alex, you know, all joking aside, he is approaching a James Con kind of desperation in that he, his ankles are tied to a bedpost. And Danielle has a sledgehammer in her hands. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't blame him. I would want to die, too. Because what happens next is you say, I'm too tired to have sex. And next thing you know, your feet don't work because of all the bones that are broken. And you've got to throw a typewriter at her and kill her. Mm-hmm. You know? And your wrists are already broken. So it hurts very badly to pick it up. Yep. But, uh, you know, flight or fight, well, you'll do a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, you'll lift cars up. Everyone leaves. Corey's mom asks about Sam um, and Corey. Um, says they're not official not instagram official uh but she is his side girl or she is his girl and they are in a gray area so the mystery of Corey's utility of her as a thing mm-hmm. continues let's get to danielle flipping out once again oh no ribs what were you saying i was just gonna say and, and none and we can't none of us can answer this question because we don't traffic in this and we haven't been single for a long time but like do people do this? Is this how people speak and date other human beings? And you can't answer it, and neither can Pat. So. I, I think uh, scumbags do. I, I think scumbags probably. 
they what what Corey's done is he's made Sam to be a wraith-like creature, right? She exists, but not really. She is there when he needs to protect his ego um, when he strikes out with the women. Mm-hmm. And he's he, she's there to go, oh, no, no, I can't have sex with you anyways because I have a girl. But she's also there to be a non-committal force to allow him to have sex with people. But when that doesn't happen, he's locked down. There's only two storylines that get you another season on Bravo reality shows. One is you're so in love that Bravo thinks that they can get a wedding out of you. Mm. I don't think Corey and Sam are going that route. No. Or it's just the hookup for a single season that never sees another season. Corey's got his eyes on Winter House 4. He ain't going to do this thing with Sam again. Corey's Corey's got his eyes on Summer House. Corey's got his okay. eyes on Summer House. Uh, so Danielle and Jordan, um, th- this bleeds back into the house. Um, Alex and Jordan are talking about Danielle, and he says, Danielle is the worst. And they cut it to where it you think that she overheard. Yes, it was confusing. There's zero chance she overheard, because if she did overhear that, people would be bleeding. Um, yep. and there is no blood. So no. again, Bravo missed me with the bullshit, but you know what time it is though? What? It's time to party. Oh yeah. It's it time, to party. time to party. People aren't partying enough. Let's start partying. Um, she says that Alex is really chilly tonight and her friendship with Jordan has gotten really weird. So where's Brian's mom's box? She begins ripping up the box of clothes that Brian's mom sent and talking about how everyone is being uh, a fucking bitch. Even Kyle is looking at her like. Don't. Don't. This is why. <sighs> Listen. That guy. He was weirded out. Is saying you're going mm-hmm. too far. Yeah. I love a glass of wine. I love a bottle of wine every once in a while, you know, but this is why alcohol is just so stupid, right? Because this is what it does to people. It makes people really stupid. Especially Loverboy. The walls are closing in. Danielle's hearing voices. Uh, She's losing her goddamn mind. Well, um, it's as though she has some kind of chimera-like virus in her, and the cure is at the bottom of that box of Forever 21 clothes. She begins ripping everything out and... Brian says, you're being really rude to my mom. I can't, I can't deal with that. Mm. Neither could she. I can't hear Mm. a grown man say that. Yeah. I can't. Right. Yeah. It was pretty annoying. It's just so pathetic. Well, minutes later, he requests that Daniel not turn up. Yeah. And then she says, uh, she's going to talk to him that way. She better come correct and not get it twisted. Okay. Well, let's talk about what Danielle says to him. And she's speaking like some kind of, um, like some kind of. She was a a cast member on Bad Girls Club. Right. But also like a a riddle on a sarcophagus, but from like 2023. So she says, never get anything I do twisted ever again, which if you try to understand that you'll fail because it's, I mean, it just makes absolutely no, no sense. sense and it's a really unreasonable yeah. ask there. I was going to say the request is very like, it reads like a, and like a, the end of a monologue from Carrie Washington when she was playing Olivia Pope in scandal. Like, uh-huh. And don't ever think that you will be able to not do this ever not again <laughs> yeah. in your life or mine. Yeah. But don't don't get anything I do twisted ever again means don't ever misunderstand anything that I ever do. To which Brian says, I don't know you. Yep. <laughs> and to which she responds, do you think Alex likes me? <laughs> well, for, well, first she says, well, you need to come or come correct and know me. But then she says very quickly, and that's that's what you know. Being a booze bag will do. You know, um, the peaks and troughs are akin to the slopes of a steamboat. She goes up and down and up and down, and she begins crying and asking if Alex likes her, and then turns into Stuart Smiley and begins speaking to herself in the mirror about how she can do anything. Mm-hmm. 
And she can, including kill them all. Uh, we end with a wild swing of emotions. It's just making me, it's making me, again, I, I need Danielle healthful. I need Danielle to have a breakfast burrito <laughs> and just be okay. I guess the question is, I don't think any more guests are coming. So how are we going to wrap this up? Well, we've got Sam next week. Sam. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. yeah. Sam is going to come in like a battering ram because she is dumb enough to be attracted to Corey in a major, major way. Um, and listen, I, I she's, a, she's a successful young woman, and I understand that she's got a lot of uh, things going for her, but to, to, to really catch feelings for Corey is, is a sign of something cognitively wrong. More importantly, and we don't know if this is what happens, but I'm judging this off of the preview that we got, to catch feelings for Corey, flaw. To then come at Malia when she's straddling her boyfriend brother and think that it is her fault that you are in yeah. the eight months situationship that you're in. Sure. And Malia saying, I just wouldn't do that. Yeah. Sam, 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 Sam. <laughs> and again, you guys, know? let's not hit the lover boy so hard. All right. Let's work some water in between those cans of pineapple jalapeno. Okay. We'll be um, back next week. Jump in the iTunes ratings, reviews, join us at Patreon for Vanderpump coming soon. Another podcast show, PMZ, lots of fun stuff. We love you guys very much. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Pat, say goodbye. Later, dude. Rubes. Bye-bye. There's a lot of stuff on TV, but not all of it's good. In fact, a lot of it's bad TV. <laughs>